0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Daniel K, the host of the Daniel K's Let's Plays Podcast Project. Uh, Hi, I'd like to uh, welcome you all to a special bonus episode. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, welcome. I'm excited to show you all this, or some of you. I'm excited to show some of you this, because I'm sure my audience isn't huge, my audience is actually tiny, but. Uh I'm pretty sure a, a pretty big percentage of of my tiny listenership would already have heard of what it is I'm about to present here today to you because uh, you might be already fans of the NoCat podcast and you would have been listening along to the NoCat podcast and you would have been hearing my weather report segments, which which were dropping every every couple of NoCat episodes. Well, the season's over. Season four of the NoCat podcast is over. And the next season's going to come up and they're going to play Final Fantasy two, and I can't wait. Um, but that means my segment's all done. It's all finished. I finished my segment for them, my, my regular weather report. My live weather update, so that you can all know what's happening, happening meteorologically above all your heads. To stay informed, in case you want to go out after listening to the podcast episode, yeah, all that that I did. So, um, this is a little uh, an anthology, I guess, of all the segments. It's um, I forget how many episodes it ended up being in total, but the 15 sixteen episodes ranging from one minute to five minutes long um yeah the the first episode was published publicly uh march 2019 and now it's march 2020 um so yeah and it only recently wrapped up so it was like a whole year's worth of work all that you're gonna hear bang 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 one after another kind of weird at first and then slowly i find my feet and then my That my feet are lost in a in a massive uh, (laughs) well. Okay, you'll hear. Here, here here it is. There, there you go. Here it comes. uh, Listen carefully now. Appreciate the work that I did. The few of the the few of you who haven't heard this before, please uh, appreciate adequately the work that I did. Here it is. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Ryan. Hello, NoCat listeners. Yeah, so, uh, seeing as this is the first episode of this brand new semi-regular segment, uh, I think i better introduce myself a little bit, huh? So, hi, I'm Daniel K. All right, let's get on with the episode. Uh, like Jeff and Ryan said, this is going to be a live weather update segment. The idea behind this is it's just going to let you listeners know what's going on outside. So if you want to go out after the ep is over, you know what to expect and if you need a hat or some sunscreen or whatever. So uh, yeah, here goes with the first live weather update. Let me just uh, open up the door to my shed here and uh, let me poke my head out.
1: Oh shit. Oh, Oh no. Oh fuck. Oh it's raining. Man, it's really bucketing down. Oh. If you head out right now,
0: you're going to get absolutely soaked. Pack a raincoat, pack an umbrella, gumboots. It's just miserable out here. <sighs> oh. Well, okay. This first one went pretty well. Back to you, Jeff and Ryan.
2: Meteorology. We love you. you no.
0: Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Jeffrey. Yes, indeed, it's time for another live weather update for all you good folks in uh, in listener land who want to know what's currently occurring uh, meteorologically above all of our heads out there in the outside world. Uh, so, yeah, I'm here with new uh, current weather observations so you can like plan out the rest of your day or maybe maybe you just want to stay informed. Uh, either way, yeah, let's get into it, shall we? Alright, so uh, anyone who's stuck their heads outside in the last couple of hours, you'll all know that it is a goddamn beautiful day out there. Um, Our current temperature is 26.9 degrees Celsius, and that's expected to climb to a top of 29 later this afternoon. Our relative humidity is at 32%, and what with the skies being so clear... And summery today, it might be feeling a little bit on the hot, dry side for some of you, but as you've all probably noticed, we've been getting a real cool, refreshing 24k an hour breeze blowing in from the north with gusts of up to 21 knots. So all in all, it is an absolutely perfect day to be outside. Uh, Yeah, get the family together, spend some time in a park, go out for a walk, whatever. It'll be a real crime to waste such a pleasant day. Um, I think that's about it. Uh, oh wait, yeah, Uh, I've received an update about that weird dark cloud that popped up over the hills in the north earlier today. It's not a rain cloud at all. Uh, Some people were saying it's a rain cloud. No, it's just a massive colony of golden silk orb weavers that have been sucked up into the troposphere by a thermal draft. Orb weavers, uh, also called Nephila, or the giant wood spiders, or in some places banana spiders. They're pretty heavy little things with quite a a fat abdomen, uh, supported by long, sharp, kind of almost like bone like legs, if you've ever seen them before. So they're expected to come down out of the sky naturally, just in like a a light rain later this afternoon. Uh, Those of you who'll be out and about in the sunshine today, don't worry. Thanks to the handy square cube law, the majority of the spiders are expected to survive the fall. So the ones that land on you simply slap them off onto the ground. Those of us with long hair, uh, it might be an idea to wear a hat or take an umbrella with you out for the rest of the day. But apart from that, yeah, it's it's been a beautiful day and go outside and enjoy yourselves, everyone. Thank you very much. This has been another Daniel K's live weather update and back to you in the studio, Jeff and Ryan.
2: Meteorology, we love you.
0: Thanks, guys. Hi, everyone. Dan, the amateur meteorologist here, coming at you live again with another real-time weather update to help you plan out the rest of your day or just stay informed. Uh, um, there's not a lot to say about today, really. As you all probably know, we started out with an unseasonably low 989 hectopascals, but that's normalised out to a much more manageable 1004 hectopascals. Uh, And even that count is expected to rise later on in the evening to a positively summery 1,013 hectopascals. The front of low hectopascals, which has been threatening to move in from the east, has instead been pushed further north by a high-pressure hectopascal storm, which has been circling around in the south for the last few days. Uh, That hectopascal storm has now officially been named, by the way. It's Tropical Hectopascal Storm Joanna. Um, Despite Joanna's highs of up to 1100 hectopascals A low-pressure trough of 950 hectopascals Is expected to slip over us in the early hours of tomorrow morning So be sure to break out the weighted blankets tonight And tuck yourself and your loved ones in very securely If you need to go out early tomorrow morning Standard precautions apply Wear your long-sleeved reinforced clothing And apply facial orifice plugs as required in this kind of weather and, uh, yeah, not to worry. That low is expected to move past us sometime after sunrise tomorrow morning. Alrighty, Yeah, that's it for today's report. I'll talk to you again soon, listeners, and it's back to you in the studio, Jeff and Ryan.
1: Heck to pascal.
2: Meteorology. We love you. Meteorology. <laughs>
0: All righty, thank you, Jeff and Ryan. Awesome show, as always. Yeah. Um, okay, hi, Cat listeners. It's Daniel K here. It's time for another live weather update. I'll be bringing you all the facts and figures of what's happening up in the good old atmosphere so you guys know if you should take an umbrella out with you today or what's up. All right, we'll get into it, shall we? So the chlorine level out there today is hovering around 0.6 parts per million, Uh, And that's actually come down a bit from 0.8, recorded earlier this morning. Some of you might have noticed it's been pretty overcast today. And yeah, that's because 0.6 is way below that minimum limit of uh, 2.0 parts per million that we need to keep this kind of cloudiness out of the sky. The pH is also a bit out. It's 7.8, which is a little high. Basically, it's not terrible. Everything else is pretty good. Cyanuric acid levels, uh, the alkalinity buffer, dissolved salt, it's all good. Calcium hardness is a little low. That's nothing major. Really, all we have to worry about today is this low chlorine level making the sky all cloudy. I'm, um, hang on. I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to start... I'm going to start treating this with my own stock of chlorine. Just there. Here we are. Um, as for what's caused these levels to drop in the first place, it could be a few things. It could be overuse. It could be the filters need a really good clean out. Um, I'm also pretty sure I saw a dead bird floating around just now. Uh, Sometimes the bacteria from something like that can really take a a toll on the chlorine levels in...
1: Oh, what? 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 Wait, what's this? Hang on a second. Oh, wait a minute. This isn't my meteorology equipment. This isn't my meteorology equipment at all. This is my pool water testing equipment. Oh, what an idiot I've been. So that means... That means this cloudiness in the sky isn't algae colonies? It's just common cirrostratus clouds. And that dead bird I thought I saw was probably just... Oh, no, wait, that is a dead bird.
0: Oh, man, there's actually a whole bunch of dead birds out here now. <coughs>
3: <coughs> oh, I think I've actually fucked things up pretty
1: bad out here. <coughs> Weather update listeners, it's no good out here. Stay inside. <coughs> Don't come outside, it's really fucked up out here. It's no good at all. <coughs> Back to you in the studio, Jeff and Ryan. Meteorology.
2: Meteorology. was The study of the
0: Thanks Ryan and Jeff. Hi listeners. Yeah, you all know the drill by now. Hi, I'm Daniel Kay. This is a live weather report for you all out there so you know what's going on. And it's been a pretty good day. What can I say? Uh, we had an early top of 26 degrees Celsius. It stayed pretty fine all day and we're currently sitting on 23. There's been basically no wind to speak of, no precipitation, low humidity and there's not a cloud in the sky. It's perfectly clear and sunny, expected to stay fine for the rest of the day. Man, it's beautiful out there, yeah. Oh, hey, look at that. There's a there's a tiny plane out. It's, it's like a little Cessna or something. It's doing sky riding. Man, I haven't seen sky riding in ages. Hang on, let me see if I can see what it says. Uh, it's kind of hard to make out. Uh, It says, why not check out the Daniel K's Let's Plays podcast? The world's first and favourite audio-only video game Let's Play podcast. Subscribe today. And that's it. It looks like their smoke tank, whatever they whatever they use to write the letters, it looks like it's run out. Oh wow, man, that is such a wit. Weird... Oh wait, no, here comes a second plane. Yeah, there's a, there's another plane up there. It's writing too now.
3: The Daniel
0: K's Let's Plays podcast has almost two hundred episodes of quality fun and entertainment featuring games such as Zork, Great Greed, Putt, Putt, joins the parade Wendy Der Traum von Arizona, I think it's writing really small now. Hang on, and an extensive Pokemon Blue Nuzlocke challenge series. Check it out. It's like if the no cat boys play different games. And also had a radically divergent theory of quality control. And also there was only one of them, and he was Australian. And now that's all it says. Wow! Weird. That is just such a weird, like, long message for a plane to ride up in the sky like that. But there it is. There it all is, written up in the sky. Man, that is so weird. Well, okay, back to you, Jeff and Ryan.
2: <laughs> Meteorology. We love you. ride
0: Hi, right, hi Jeff and Ryan. Hi listeners. Um Yeah, so before we get into today's weather report, I just wanted to let you know like I've been doing a lot of thinking like about the state of the world and how how fucked up everything is, you know? Like politically. And I was just like I was I was up super late last night, feeling totally helpless. And I I came to this realization that I think I think I wanna try making this little weather report segment that I do making it into a more into a more like globalist humanist uh, Marxist utopian segment. Which might, like, which might actually help us move towards a a position of more international understanding and friendship. And, um, yeah, the way I'm going to do this is this weather report isn't going to be just another Western hegemonic English language report anymore. I'm going to start doing the weather report in Esperanto the proposed universal language designed to bring about an intercultural understanding across the globe um so listeners who aren't already fluent in Esperanto don't worry the language is it's designed to be really easily picked up uh and so if I just dive in I don't think you'll have any trouble at all following along with the important points of the report Bonne,
1: doni dawerigo kun vetero reporto uh C'est-à-dire, fact, estas, tre grave, grave, grave rapporto. di severo vetero avitita, seg vente nova giom prila, sen precedenza subita disvolvijo, de tropico superstormo, che faros landon tro fru pro evacuado, do faru poi papoin por mortiga per foto vetero. Che canta i ondo e caosos defectorin so chi o mar borde aroe la mort punto et attendas esti la vento e del ciclona de jis do kai kwinde kai milioi e ho caosos ama sain posse de join Eli attendas kella inande fulmois secwas chi tio estos devastiga kai terrora Neo povas esti ferita Ancao ne rilati gita vulcano Bonvolu Chio prejas por securutso po rapida que sen morta morto <coughs> uh, Duncan Yeff, Duncan Ryan Rian Alvian Lestudo
2: Meteorology, we love you. the of the atmosphere. Okay,
0: hi Ryan, hi Jeff. Hello NoCat listeners. Are you all ready for another live weather report? Keep you updated, etc, etc. Stay informed about what's going on, blah, 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 blah. Alright, so... <clears throat> We're expecting a top of 28 degrees Celsius this afternoon, and we had a low of 17 degrees earlier this morning. It's going to be humid and partly cloudy with a 30% chance of rain. Just just light showers, no more than half a mil in total of rain. We've got some, uh, some light southwesterly winds blowing at the moment, 15 to 20 k's an hour, and uh, they'll be easing off to 10 k's and tending southerly more towards the evening and uh, yeah despite this nice cloud cover the UV index is expected to reach an 8 this afternoon which is a high to moderate rating so uh, pop on a hat if you're gonna head out uh, and yeah make make the most of this mild day because the sun's gonna be out and all these clouds gone by tomorrow and it's it's probably gonna stay fine and sunny for for the rest of the week by the look of things
3: yeah that's it that's, it's just, yeah, that's all it's just a normal one today there's nothing weird going on today there's no clouds of spiders, no Esperanto no nothing, yeah, sometimes sometimes the weather's just normal it's just weather, nothing's going on yeah um sure so I guess how, how are things with you two?
2: Good. Did, did you oh, good. wanna yeah, are good. we supposed to
0: Cool? Good, good, good. Yeah, I'm I'm good too. Oh oh did you what did you Okay yeah I bet Are oh. you are you done? Oh sorry. No, I, I didn't have anything else to say. No. I thought I'd just say hi. Yeah. Oh, okay No the, the weather report's hi. over. That's it. I, I better just Yeah, back back to you in the
2: studio guys. Sorry. Meteorology We love you. Meteorology, the of the atmosphere.
0: All right, thanks Ryan, thanks Jeff. Great show as always. Uh, so before we get to the main weather report today, I've, I've got uh, a little bit of correspondence to address from some listeners. Uh, they're, they're curious about where I get all my weather information from. Like if I if I get it from the Bureau of Meteorology or or do I make my own observations? Uh, and keep my own charts and stuff. Well, the truth is, I don't really need to bother with any of that difficult stuff, because...
1: because I've got my wonderful weather sword! <laughs> hey, the wonderful weather sword! What's the weather going to be like today, wonderful weather sword? <laughs> 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 it says it's going to be raining rubber duckies today! Of rubber duckies? Oh, wonderful weather sword. You're the best weather sword I've ever seen. Back to you in the studio, Greg. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Meteorology. Meteorology the
3: study of the atmosphere. Alrighty. Hi, listeners. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Ryan. It's time for
1: another live weather report. Oh, boy. It has been a real weird day.
0: Uh, You've probably all noticed, uh, but here's a recap. So the day started really miserable. Uh, Overcast, we had showers and drizzle, uh, a total of 10 millimetres of rainfall in just the first half of the morning. We had northerly winds of 30 to 40 k's an hour. Um, And then all of
3: a sudden, things just cleared up and it's been fine and sunny ever since. It's been still and it's been calm. There's no precipitation. We've had scattered high clouds, but they're all giving way to a beautiful blue, clear
0: summer day. Yeah. I mean, these are the kinds of like little little miracles that we meteorologists live for, you know. You can you can keep charts and you can make predictions, but once in a while something will come along And it'll just come out of the blue and take everyone by surprise. And it's just great,
3: you know? So, for the rest of the day, why not head out to the beach or a park and just have some fun in the sunshine? Yeah. So
0: that's, um... Oh, hang on. We've got a late-breaking weather update, listeners. It's coming from... NASA. What? What?
3: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. We've
0: got a... It looks like we've got a near-Earth object alert. They've spotted an asteroid. Uh... It looks like it's about 10 kilometers in diameter.
3: So that's pretty big. Um... It is on a trajectory
0: that will bring it into contact with the Earth. Uh, it's projected to impact the atmosphere somewhere in the southeastern quarter of the Indian Ocean. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All right. It was spotted. It was spotted about five minutes ago, some four and a half thousand kilometres up away in space, and it was travelling a little over twenty-three kilometres a second. Um. So that means it's going to make landfall in uh, um, 20 seconds ago. Okay, so uh, disregard the earlier forecast of fine weather for the rest of the evening. That's now been updated. It's been updated to a hypersonic shockwave of superheated air and vaporized rock pushed by a colossal front of pressure, expanding outward from the point of impact in the Indian Ocean at speeds in excess of 7,000 kilometers an hour. As I speak, the Earth's upper mantle is literally being wiped clean. There's still some two or three hours before that shockwave reaches the southwestern coast of North America, and I pray that its violence and ferocity is somewhat diminished in that time. But, from my weather station here in coastal Western Australia, I'm afraid I don't have much time left.
1: So... Um... I've been really loving the show, guys. Uh, I'm sorry I won't get to hear you beat that shithead Sephiroth. Okay. Uh, bye-bye everyone. Um, oh! uh, Whatever you do! Jeff and Ryan! Don't bother fighting those emerald and ruby weapons. It's just not worth it, all right? Okay.
2: G, the
0: of the speed. Oh, okay. Alright. Okay. Okay. Uh hi. Yeah, it looks like I'm finally I'm finally broadcasting a signal. Awesome. Um Jeff and Ryan, if you're out there, if you're getting this broadcast, I can't hear you. I can't hear you at all. I've got no way of knowing if you're actually getting any of this at all, or even if you two are still alive, or if anyone is still alive. I just don't know. I haven't seen anyone else, and it's been—I think—I think it's been at least a month now since the impact. I'm pretty sure, uh, but for all I know, it—it it, it could have been even two or three. It's really hard for me to say exactly how long it's been. Uh, right right after the asteroid came down, there was this really crazy time of confusion for me. Uh, and then when I came to my senses, I was trapped in total darkness underground, underneath everything in this tiny little pocket, encased in all the rubble that the shockwave had rolled up over and around me, like I was in some horrible Swiss roll. And it took me... I think days to climb up through the strata of debris through just layer after layer of suburban wreckage and through chunks of the society that I used to belong to through fine particles of my neighbours and their pets and then when I finally reached the surface it was like something out of a nightmare it's like a nightmare out here now The sky is just a smothering black blanket of ash and rubble that was ejected up into the atmosphere and night and day are indistinguishable. The only light in this world comes from the raging fires that spot the endless plain of refuse that I find myself lost on. And I have not seen a single other living soul since before the impact. So... ah. Let's get into the weather report, shall we? Yeah. I mean, like I've said, I've got no way of knowing if anyone's getting this at all. Um, all I have in my possession is this really shittily repaired broadcasting mic and the one or two bits of meteorological equipment that I was using when the asteroid hit. But I think just for the sake of my own sanity, I'm going to keep on reporting on the weather. Yeah, here we go. Uh, the temperature out here is currently uh, 49 degrees Celsius. And that is 120 degrees for all of you Fahrenheit people out there. And uh, any survivors who still retain feeling in their skin will have noticed that this unbearable torture oven temperature has actually come down a fair bit since the early days after the impact. So that's good. Uh, humidity is currently oh, 100%. And that hasn't changed at all since the impact, yeah. Uh, frankly, I, I think this is probably the vaporised remains of the Indian Ocean that we're all breathing in now. Uh, you might be forgiven for thinking that this uh, humidity would make the temperature more bearable, but no. Of course, the sulphurous brimstone ejected up from the Earth's obliterated mantle has reacted with water vapour in the atmosphere to make gently drifting clouds of sulfuric acid, which I can assure you are deeply... Deeply unpleasant. Uh, Visibility is pretty good today. It's a solid 100 metres in any direction before the uh, choking black clouds of smog swallow away even our ability to properly see the hell that we're living in now. And as far as precipitation goes, we've got a 40% chance of seeing at least some rain today. And it will be fire! Fire! As usual, yeah, a conflagration of burning gases and filth rolling down from the black sky. So, slap on a hat, maybe slip on some sunscreen if you still got any. That would be good, wouldn't it? Uh, and yeah, if you see a warm orange glow in the darkness above you, remember to run away very quickly.
3: Yeah, now you're all filled in. Uh, this has kind of been fun for me. Yeah, it, it was really
0: good to do something which reminds me of the before times from back when the world wasn't a, uh, a constantly burning hellscape. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the next report. Uh, in the meantime, um, I've decided to just start walking in the direction I think might be west, back towards where the city of Perth used to be. Uh, If there's anything still standing there, yeah, I I won't have gotten to it by the time of the next report. And who knows, maybe I'll just fall down a hole and die. Or maybe a bunch of fire will fall on me or something. So, um... All right. Yep, I'll talk to you soon. Jeff and Ryan and anyone
3: else who might be listening, back to you in the studio, huh?
2: Yeah, goodbye. Meteorology love you!
1: <coughs> Jeff! Ryan!
0: I'm in a real bad place, guys. Oh no. Alright. Hi, how's it going? I told you in the last report that I was gonna start walking Uh, west towards where the old city was, soon after I started out, I came across a cooled lava flow just a long, uh, featureless, craggy, black field of volcanic rock. And I've been clambering over it for weeks now, and progress has been really slow. And it's so lifeless, there's nothing to eat here, it's barren. Now and then I'll find uh, these sooty black puddles of water I can choke down, so that's pretty good. But there's just no food. I haven't eaten in weeks. Oh man! Back in the, back in the plain of rubble where I used to live just a month ago, I could always find these bits of organic stuff that were like edible enough, you know, good enough for me. And it wasn't even totally lifeless around there, not like it is here. There were these swarms of gnats, or midges, or whatever they were.
1: They were pretty cool. And even little skinks every now and again, I'd find these skinks, or or geckos. And I was getting really pretty good at foraging and scavenging. I had no idea how good I had it back then.
0: Crawling through the rubble, scampering around, eating lizards. Wow, those were the days, huh? But now, I think this is probably going to be my last weather report. I I can't go on any further. I don't even have the strength to to get up off the ground. All I can do is lie here and dictate meteorological information into this microphone. All right, so, well, we've had a top of 44 degrees celsius and a lower 42 degrees celsius over the last 24 ish hours so that's great that's that's consistent with this heat slowly becoming more and more bearable as time goes on yeah it's it's a real shame that i won't live to feel a a comfortable ambient temperature ever again but that's life i guess the wind is uh it's mostly pretty still which which makes a nice change Uh, visibility is really awful, it's it's just really smoky, um, and finally, it it looks like I'm gonna be seeing some falling rubble pretty soon, yeah, my instruments say there's a, a rain of rubble due any minute now, probably rocks, it's usually rocks, sometimes it's bricks or old building waste, and it's usually burning. Yeah, I, I'm normally able to get out of the way before the really big heavy stuff starts coming down. But uh, not this time. No, I'm just gonna lie here and let it do its thing. Yeah. Okay, Jeff and Ryan, this is it. Here it comes.
1: It's been good, guys. Ah! 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 ah. Oh, wait a second! Wait, this isn't rubble. This isn't bricks or rocks or
3: anything. Oh my god. It's a colony of golden silk orb weavers, also known as Nephila or giant banana spiders. Oh
1: my god. Oh, they must have been sucked up into the atmosphere by a thermal draft. Oh, and they've been drifting around up there out of harm's way since before the asteroid impact. Jeff and Ryan, I can't believe it. Oh my god. Ugh. I'm saved! I'm saved! Oh, uh, yeah. Mm, yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh my God! Oh, this is the best thing I've ever tasted! Oh, they're so good! Um, oh no! Oh, oh. Ow. <laughs> the legs are spiky. Hang on! Oh, there we are! There we are! me here you little fucker. Ah, ah you motherfucker. Mm, but the bodies are so good. Oh, yum. All right. Back to you, Jeff and Ryan. Hey, right, where are you going? Hey, buddy, come back here. Ah, I gotcha. Oh, yum,
2: yum. Oh, yum. Meteorology Meteorology The study of the
0: atmosphere Alright, hi Jeff and Ryan Hope everything's good with you Hope you two are still out there Clinging to life somehow Scavenging as best you can Um, yeah Things are going way better with me Since the last broadcast Yeah, this, uh, this cooled lava flow has gotten less barren The further west that I walk And it's kind of developed into like a swampy moldy marshland and there's just like insect lava all over the place too all different kinds some of them are getting pretty big I guess they don't have any natural predators just the bugs and me I guess that as weird and hunched and twisted as I am I'm the I'm the apex predator around here (laughs) yeah so go me I guess all right, well, the weather's not that exciting. It's um, it's 39 degrees Celsius, very little variation around that number. Uh, visibility is really good. There's uh, there's fires away in the northeast, but there's a fresh breeze blowing northwards, and there's not much fog up above me, so yeah, I can see all the way up into the monochromatic kaleidoscope of churning black ash that passes for a sky these days. Yeah. And on days like this, it can be nice just to look up at the ash formations. Yeah. Oh fuck! It's a bird! Jeff and Ryan there's a bird up there, some kind of gull! Oh my god! There it goes, away to the north! Oh my god, I'm gonna follow it!
3: Tweet, tweet, tweet Tweet, tweet Tweet, tweet Whoa, 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 whoa Follow that bird Follow that
1: bird
0: Alright, looks like it's finally coming down Just on the other side of this little hill here Let's have a look at what it's
1: Oh my god Oh, Oh, it's landed on a just landed on a gigantic corpse. Oh, it's just this giant cadaver. Oh, the size of a cow and it's just been torn apart. Oh, it's body's just been splayed open. Oh, it's just this big pink mass of, of bones and cartilage and offal and it's just crawling with bugs and worms. It's just, oh, there's its skull over there. Oh, it's a pink. Eyeless skull, just staring up at me. And those teeth. Yeah, that's that's definitely a rat skull. Oh, this is a rat the size of a horse that's just been torn apart by something. Oh, look at its spine. Ah. Oh. Hey, check out the spleen.
0: It's uh, it's atrophied. The spleen's atrophied. It's all shriveled up. And there's little to no subcutaneous fats, even in the bits that haven't been consumed by something. Yeah, I, I think this, uh... I think this giant rat was probably starving. Oh, wow, yeah, okay. So despite the weirdly elongated limbs, that skull shape makes me pretty sure that this is just a gigantified Rattus norvegicus. A common brown rat. Yeah. Um, an interesting fact about brown rats is that when a colony of them faces a food shortage, they turn to cannibalism. So I, I guess that solves the mystery of what killed this rat. Yeah, it was probably just eaten by other giant, starving, mutated rats. Um. Okay, Jeff and Ryan. I'm, uh... I'm actually just going to get out of here now. So See you soon guys.
2: Meteorology. We love
3: Hi
0: Jeff and Ryan, how's it going? Oh boy, I have got a lot to update you guys on. Um, hey, you remember that uh, pack of giant mutated slavering rats who chased me across the barren wasteland just a week or so ago? Yeah, they were actually a bit of a blessing in disguise. Guess what? They chased me into this network of ruins, which it turns out is what's left of the old city of Perth. I found the old city. ...where I was trying to get to all this time... ...and it's great! There's plenty of underground infrastructure still surviving here... ...lots of sewers and buried streets, even buried buildings... ...so I was able to lose them pretty easily... ...there's plenty of food here, way, way more than out in the wastelands... ...I guess there was just enough biomass here in the city to form a residual... ...post-impact ecosystem, which, uh, which I can still live off... ...and... ...yes, there's survivors here as a settlement, uh, like a little society of about a hundred people. Um, well, if you can call them people anymore. I thought I was in a pretty bad state after the impact, but whatever weird space rock radiation turned me into this hunched, scuttling husk of my former self, it's really done a number on the rest of the human race around here. Um, in fact, I'm I'm in pretty good shape compared to pretty much everyone else. Uh, At least I can still walk upright most of the time. Some of them, um... Oh, hey, Dan. Oh. Hi, Kent. Uh... Oh, sorry, yeah, I'll, I'll be with you in a tick. I'm just doing that broadcast thing.
3: All right, no worries. Yeah. Me and the boys, were just gonna go scavenge in some filth. Do you want to come along?
0: Awesome, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, w- wait for me, I'll be with you in just a minute, okay? Hang on. See ya. Uh, okay. <clears throat> sorry, guys, yeah. Yeah, I guess being, like, physically mangled like that... It actually kind of suits us as a species living in this city. Like, as far as creeping through the ruins looking for food goes. But it doesn't really leave us in the best position for, like, defending ourselves uh, from being eaten pretty regularly, in fact, by the giant rats. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's actually a little embarrassing to admit this, but humans aren't the dominant species anymore. Not around here, anyway. Yeah, and in fact, we're, we're actually more of a prey species. Yeah, the, the rats just own this city now. Uh, those, those giant rats, the ones who chased me here, they're part of a ruthless new rat empire, which has formed here in the ruins. They've taken up uh, all the best shelter for themselves, all the best living space around the city centre, and they've, they've built themselves a, a pretty impressive society. From what the people around here have been able to figure out, just from, like, listening in on all their rituals and stuff... The rats follow a strict class system, mostly organised around size, but with the top of the hierarchy being a, a dynastic monarchy of some kind. Yeah, the all uh, the rats worship and obey a lineage of ruthless rat queens, who are the direct descendants of the first rat to possess the hereditary growth mutation. I mean, objectively, they're pretty cool. If they weren't eating us all the time, it would be pretty interesting to study this kind of thing. Anyway, uh... <laughs> I'm gonna go help Kent with that thing, and uh, then a whole bunch of us are gonna go start packing up the pigeon farm, moving all the coops inside. All my instruments have started to tell me there's a there's a pretty bad storm on the way, like flooding, destructive winds, acid rain, stuff like that. So yeah, I guess I guess there's your weather report too, huh? So see you around, guys.
2: Kent, are you still there? Hang on. Meteorology. We love you.
1: Hi, Jeff and Ryan.
0: Yeah, it's, it's weather report time again. Oh boy, things have been really pretty shit, meteorologically speaking. Uh, for, for at least a week now, we've been at the mercy of a howling windstorm. And until just today, torrents of acid rain have kept us all cooped up deep down in the lower ruins. Uh, our supplies are really low. Morale is low. Uh, death by a rat ambush is uh, unseasonably high. Um, thankfully the acid has finally decided to let up just today and me and a bunch of the other guys and gals have decided to brave the winds and the darkness go outside to forage for some food. Yeah. Um, I guess all the acid rain has doused some of the wreckage fires because god damn, it is dark out today so watch out, low visibility. Uh, I, I think we're out here in uh, like the ruins of an old town square or something. Maybe an inner city park, yeah. Hey,
2: Dan, there's
0: more over here. Okay. Well, whatever it is, there's, there's a pretty good crop of bracket fungus growing on some rotted wood out here, but I I better get back to it, guys, yeah. I'll, um... Uh. Mate, the rats are coming. Oh, God. Oh,
1: God. The rats are here. Uh, oh, they're pouring
3: out of every exit. Oh, they must have been tracking us up here. Ah. Uh, They've caught us in a fiendish pincer manoeuvre. There's nowhere to go. There's too many of them. I'm going to make a break for it. Kent, no! No!
1: Oh god, Kent. If only we had some kind of weapon we could fight back. But all I've got is, is this broadcast mic. And all my meteorology equipment. We don't have any... Oh wait! That's it! The wonderful weather sword!
2: Behold the Age of Man is ended! Herald, Herald the Age of Fire and Sword! Behold the Eye of Death! Defeat of God!
1: The sky! What's happening?
3: The sun! It's the sun!
1: Legends were true! Humanity to me! While they're blinded We must destroy our rat oppressors We must fight back No more will our brothers and sisters Fall to slate the rodent hunger No more will our species be preyed upon For Kent ah!
2: Oh,
0: alrighty. Hi Jeff and Ryan, how's it going? It's uh, time for that weather thing, huh? Sorry if I'm um, oh. Oh. sorry if I'm a little distracted. you caught me in the middle of our most recent push into rat-held territory. Yeah, we're making some bloody headway into their heartland by sticking down to the tighter tunnels, where their size is less of an advantage. Uh, yeah, it's been some long overdue payback for those first devastating skirmishes in the great human-rat war. Oh. oh. So I uh, better make this thing pretty quick. huh? Temperature is currently 31 degrees and we've had a top of uh, 36, lower 29 degrees Celsius and there's been no... Oh, hang on. Oh. Oh. There we are. No uh, sign of the sun yet today. No, just a reassuring warm red glow at midday to remind us that ours is the righteous path. The path of blood. No expected precipitation, but there may be some light acidic rain or fog in the early hours of tonight. Oh, dear. Oh, clearing up again before the morning.
1: Uh, Oh, God, my arm! Oh,
0: Oh, God. Oh, Oh sorry guys. Oh boy, it's getting kind of hairy over here so maybe I I better sign off. I'll see you next time.
2: Meteorology.
0: Hi Jeff and Ryan, I, yeah. I guess it is uh, It's weather report time, huh? Um. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's been fine, everything's fine, it's, it's getting way cooler, the sun's up sometimes, yeah, that, that's it. Yeah. Sorry guys, I, I'm actually here, I'm here in the ceremonial chambers of the Rat State Council building. Uh, our diplomats are just putting the finishing touches on uh, on a human-rat peace accord. It uh, looks like the senior representative of the Rat Queen is about to, about to wrap up their... Um oh, there it comes. Yes. Yes. Okay. Awesome! All right. Okay. Good. Awesome. This is excellent. Yeah, it, it, it looks like after days of negotiation, we've finally come up with an arrangement that both species have settled on. Uh, sovereign territories have just been drawn up within the city and uh, the beginnings of a trade economy have been outlined. And also to ensure amicable relations moving forward between the species, I, as as the leader of the human race, I have agreed to, um, well, to, to get married to the Rat Queen. Um... Yeah, this is actually kind of the result that I've been hoping for all along. Um, well, so there was never really a good time to bring this up, but uh, m- me me and the Rat Queen have kind of had an on-again, off-again thing going on since even before I met the other humans in the city. We first met when uh, when that starved rat hunting party chased me into the city, and, and uh, well, I ran into her and... There was, like, this big misunderstanding at first. It was actually really funny. Yeah, a lot of really, like, humorous and, and quite romantic twists and turns happened. I, I don't want to bore you with the whole story, but, yeah, it was very, very charming. We've actually been kind of struggling to come up with a way of making our relationship public without freaking everyone out, so this whole human-rat-war-peace-accord thing is, is it has been pretty convenient. It's really landed in our lap. And just in time, too. <laughs> uh... Yeah, because the other humans were starting to wonder why a bunch of the younger rat soldiers were uh, starting to look a little bit, well, a little bit human. Yeah, kind of like a human-rat hybrid species. Uh, anyway, guys, I-, I can't stick around too long. i got to go. All right, bye-bye. Woo! All right, high five. Man, you are good up there. Awesome. Meteorology,
2: we love you.
0: Alright, hello Jeff and Ryan, how's it going? I've been pretty good. It's been a week since my wedding, and it's uh, good to spend this little bit of time away from my political career. It's, uh, yeah, been pretty demanding. It's it's time for the regular weather report, isn't it? But I, I actually don't have one prepared. I think I finally figured out that no matter how many. shoddy calculations and observations I make, I'm never gonna really change anything, it's kind of pointless figuring out how the sun's moving, we can all see it now, it's every midday shining brighter and stronger over our new rat-human union, all of us toiling away in what I once thought of as the old ruins of a mid-sized Australian city, which I now see as a new thing, something I don't really have a word for in English, but uh, yeah, Turns out the rats have always had a name for this special, abundant place. They, they call it e-, e e e So now, so do we, all their human brothers and sisters. We call it that also. Um, Yeah, I think what I'm trying to say is, I, I've grown up a lot since that huge rock from space exploded the Earth. I've been through some real, um, like, trials and tribulations, you know? I've been frightened for my life and pushed to my absolute limits. I ate a whole bunch of spiders one time, remember that? That was fucking crazy. I made some friends along the way. I married the ruthless queen of a race of disgusting rat monsters. What I'm trying to say is I'm not the same person I was when I started, and I'm starting to reassess things. Yeah, the truth is, Jeff and Ryan, I've come to terms with the fact that deep down in my heart of hearts I know you're not really there anymore you can't be getting this no, there's no one hearing this I've been streaming this up into the black sky month after month with the dedication of a desperate broken man because this weather reporting thing was my very last connection to the old world, the human world it's a dead world it's not here anymore my responsibilities lie with forging a new future they lie with the rat-human hybrid race that I've helped to deliver into this beautiful blank new place. Even though the time has come for me to sever this one last connection, give this final broadcast and then say goodbye, Jeff and Ryan, I'll always take solace in the perfect memories that I have of my role as the amateur meteorologist in your hilarious Dragon Quest podcast. I'll always cherish those memories and hold them close. I'm... uh, I'm going to sign off now, Jeff and Ryan, for the last time. But before I do, I've prepared a final farewell with the help of the ingenious fabricators in the red engineering department. Hang up. All right. (laughs) Me, 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 me. This one's for old time's sake.
3: Meteorology. The study of the... Atmosphere Meteorology It tells us when the sky will be clear And helps the farmers Plant their crops And the builders know when to build And helps the wedding bride Know if she should say I do out Srology The study of the atmosphere.
0: <coughs> Thank you, Jeff and Ryan. Alright, goodbye. But there you have it. All right, that's all done. You all would have all would have all heard all the episodes play back to back. Wow, what an experience! Amazing. I hope you liked them. I understand if you didn't. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I I thought I'd stick this little this little outro on here. Because I didn't want them to just end. Because well, first of all, I have a bunch of people to thank. Because I didn't, I didn't do this on my own. I mean, it, it was what I did was was hard work, and I sure goddamn learned a whole lot doing it. You know, like what a learning experience that was. Um, but I didn't do it on my own. I had help. Um, I'd like to thank my cousin Jamie, who provided the voice of uh, was it. Uh, Kent. Kent, no! Yeah, Kent was played by Jamie. I'd like to thank Matt from the Party Roll Podcast, who um, made the guitar strumming, which I um sort of screeched over at the end there, embarrassingly. Yeah, that was one of those things where I wrote down that I would do it, and then the challenge of actually making it happen was almost insurmountable. But... I mean, something got recorded and you listened to it, so that's great. I'd like to thank Jeff and Ryan for giving me this challenge and this opportunity, and also for uh, for doubling my listenership, my subscriber count, in the process. I'm now up to like 70-something. My God, imagine that. Imagine that, 70-something subscribers. I'm basically like a subscriber millionaire now. Imagine going back in time and finding the version of me who started all this in 2017 with his eight subscribers and showing him this amazing number. Also, please tell him that his son is still alive. He'd like to hear that. And then maybe make him a coffee and tell him to stop drinking so much. Um, yeah. Thank you, Matt. And no, Jeff and Ryan, they're who I'm up to. I'd also like to thank, um, uh, I'd like to thank, uh, what is it? I'd like to thank Brian and Alistair George William Tremblay-Burchell. Uh, de Tremblay-Burchell, uh, played one of the voices in the crowd screaming rats. RATS! Oh no! <laughs> in the rat attack, and also Brian was a voice in the crowd going,
1: "Oh fuck, mate, the rats are
0: here!" Doing his best Australian accent, and uh, crucially with his, um, with his normal his normal what, uh, Seattle Washington voice. You're from Washington, aren't you, Brian? Yeah, his normal Washington voice going, oh, "The sun! It's the sun!" That, yeah. Couldn't have done that bit without yeah Brian. And you too, George William Trumblay, Birchall, Alistair. I got your name mixed up genuinely. Yeah, I think that's all the thank yous. Um, yeah. Jamie, Matt, Alistair, Brian, Jeff, Ryan. That's it. So, yeah. Now I, I guess I'll talk about the actual process of making these? I might have some fun facts, some fun information stored in my head about the process of how these are actually made. Yeah. Uh, Mostly, the process was I wrote a little script, and then I recorded it, Um, and then I stuck some sounds in the background. Ah, I hear you ask. What program did you use to write it, Dan? I used OpenOffice, because I haven't paid for um, Microsoft Office. I use Apache Open Office. Oh, where did you record the episodes, Dan? Well, the first few episodes I recorded at home. Some of them in my shed, some of them in the spare room, which I'm in now, currently. But when the episodes got more and more in-depth, um, and also my life started to get kind of busy, uh, I, I ended up uh, getting in my car and, and going out, uh, bringing my laptop with me and my blue snowball microphone. I'd go out to, uh, um, just, like, local parks, but, like, weird local parks where no one went, which were far away from everybody. Sometimes I'd go out at night after my family was asleep and I'd record, um, the really shouty ones especially, like, where the spiders fall from the sky... And I'm lying on my back, ready to die, and then the spiders fall on me, and then I greedily eat all the Nephila spiders. That was recorded in my car at, um... Ray Marshall Park. I'm struggling to remember the name of the park. Ray Marshall Park. Um... Ray Marshall Park. Yeah. Ray. But, yeah, I recorded that in my car at a park at night. Ray Marshall Park. Um... Yeah, sometimes if I had to run or be walking in an episode, then what I did is I... I took my laptop and I took my uh, microphone out and I drove up into the hills where there's a bush trail to a quarry which I know about because I've, I did a project once at uni where I, I had to do like a sort of documentary drawing project where I'd go out somewhere and like take field notes, uh, paint in, in, out in the air. And to find an interesting place to document, to paint, I got in my car and I found a spot on Google Maps where there was just nothing. There was a road and then it just seemed to be wilderness. I drove for 20 minutes and it turned out to be just this kind of bushland with a, a quarry uh, that you could get to by walking up a path up these big slopes for like a further 20 minutes of walking. And so this is this weird little place that I know about. Uh, Red Hill Quarry is what it's called. And so I would, when I had to uh, record an episode where I had to walk somewhere, like in the Follow the Bird episode, where I first discovered the carcass of a giant rat, that's me out in the bush with my laptop in a canvas shopping bag slung over my uh, elbow... With my blue snowball microphone plugged into the USB port, coming out of the bag at the top of the bag, and me holding it with my right hand and walking along these bush trails in the stinking heat—absolutely um, the 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 wrong yeah the wrong conditions to be recording in—and sometimes I'd have to stop because birds would fly by and squawk. Goddamn flock of uh, red-tailed black cock- cockatoos! Have- come and land on a tree, and they won't shut up! Listen, they won't go away, i come out here for no reason. Oh, oh well. Yeah, Um, so I, I think I went out there twice to record walking episodes. I uh, forget the other one. I think the other one was like the first... Maybe it was the first episode post the asteroid impact. Because right at the very end, I get up and I'm like, Oh, okay, I better start walking west. And I did a few different takes of that episode before deciding I, I couldn't pretend to get up and walk. Ah, oh, man. And the <laughs> the episode where I'm in the middle of a fight... Uh, with the rats, and I'm doing the weather report in the middle of the fight. Uh, how did you do that, Dan? Well, uh, here in Midlands, there's uh, a bunch of car parks which you can get into even way after hours. And that was me driving to this car park near a... It was, it's across the road from a police station... It was close to 11 o'clock at night. It was sort of out of the view of the police station, which was good when you hear this, because the way I recorded that episode is... Um, my friend uh, recently cleared out his house, and he left me and my wife his... He's got a sword, like a samurai sword, an imitation, a cheap imitation samurai sword. So to record that rat fight uh, episode, I just took the sword out with me at 11 o'clock at night into a car park... And there was this bush, and I stood there with uh, my laptop on, on the ground, and the blue snowball in my, in my left hand, and the sword in my right hand, and I had a big fight with the bush at 11 o'clock at night. I did four takes of that, um, yeah, pretending it was a rat fighting the bush. You can hear all that clacking, that clinking. I should have gotten rid of that. I keep on listening back to that episode and hearing the, the rattle of the, the sword. That's the sword like dragging along the the ground in the car park. But there's lots of genuine like slashes and like schlupping and, 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 and chopping noises. That's because I'm really just destroying this big horrible bush in the car park at 11 o'clock at night across the road from the police station. Yeah, oh, and one time, oh man uh, I forget which episode it was I was going out to record I think it might have been the rat Yeah, it was the rat council chamber episode I ended up going back to the police uh, station car park To record that, but that wasn't my first choice My first choice is uh, one of the one of the parks that I go to Which is like a big oval uh, I, I Like I say, I usually go there at night When there's no one who's going to disturb me and I drove down. It's a really secluded place. There's no houses nearby. Um, it's the kind of place people go and walk their dogs or ride their bikes or whatever. Because it's kind of along a river or along a marshland anyway. It's a weird place. But I drove uh, down this sort of little little crappy dirt road to get to the car park to get out. And I'm driving along and I, I notice in the in the park, out in the oval... Um, and it's pitch black, but there's a a fire, there's like a, or a light of some kind, I don't know, I don't know that it was a fire, but it was some kind of light that was out there in the middle, and as I notice it, I'm like, what the hell is that, and then it goes out, someone puts it out, and I park my car, and I'm like, oh, fuck, and I just, I reverse, I turn around, and I get the hell out of there, I got no idea what was up with that, but then I go to the police station car park and I record the Rat Council building. Man, that was like, oh God, what is, what, what was out there? What were they doing? Um, and how lucky was I that I noticed it and noticed the light go out before I got out with my laptop and my blue snowball and started jumping around and pretending to be a rat giving a speech so that I could I could play with the audio. Oh, here's another fun fact. While we're doing behind-the-scenes fun facts, many of the rat noises, did you pick what they were? The rat noises were a real challenge for me. And I think you can probably, if you have a really keen ear, you can hear them getting a little bit different in the later episodes, a little bit better, I hope. Because at first, they're really obscure kaiju noises. Um, from old uh, Kaiju films, I forget which Kaiju I used exactly. I could probably bring it up right now. Hang on. um let me just find my documents. Daniel roll weather report uh, where is it? Skype scripts renders, remote work backup, rat monster sounds. Uh Angulus I think a lot of them are Angulus. Uh, and then there's insect creature noises. This is from the album Howl Grunts and Groans of Toho Monsters Maybe it's not Angulus. Will my recording stop if I um if I play this noise? Hang on. okay it's not angulus I think it's mostly just insect noise insect creature yeah there's a little bit of that but then there's uh, maybe it's mothra larva let's listen to the mothra larva Yeah, it's that Mothra lava. So to begin with, it was Mothra lava noises, which made up the the um, rat sounds. I just pitched them around a little bit. I played with the the file in Audacity, but then towards the end, um, a lot of the rat noises were um, were pitched up, reversed pig squeals. I found that made a good rat, like, rat monster noise, is if you get a pig squealing, or a pig grunting, and then you make it a little higher pitched, and you reverse it, it sounds a bit like a huge rat monster. So there you go, that's all the behind the scenes information that you get from me I think. Uh, I hope you liked this um, whole bonus episode thing. Uh, and this kind of, like, completely ad-libbed segment at the end where I give you fun facts. Um, fun fact edit.
3: Fun fact edit.
0: Yeah. That's my own personal original fun fact edit jingle that I made. No, I didn't. Pizza Makes Games made that jingle. Hey, uh, hey there. Um, Yeah. All right, uh, okay, goodbye, everyone. You'll hear more from me sometime. You know, you know the story. You know. All right,
2: bye-bye. Uh, let's tune to the parallel universe and see what's going on with Daniel K. Why? I mean, wh- I f- I think what's going on is an asteroid destroyed his planet. Well, don't you care about Daniel K in the other universe? Like, I- in a way, but I mean, if if you're just tuning into parallel universes, I mean, like, how much can I care, really? Like, I mean, let's say that. I tune to another one, and it's just one where everyone's getting tortured endlessly with knives. How, how can I like stand listening to there that? There probably and, is that parallel universe, but I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, here, uh, let me show you. I'll tune it real quick to another parallel universe. Here, here. What's this?
0: All right, hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of Daniel K's Let's Plays, the world's only audio-only Let's Play podcast. In this episode, ah, oh,
1: ah, oh, ah, oh, my leg. Ah, oh, these knives. Ah. Oh.
3: Ah! Uh, uh, I thought... I thought we'd try making
0: some progress here in the sea caves again.
1: Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, oh My eye! Ah! Oh God! When will it end? Ah! Oh!